February this year, Jeff Bezos announced that he would step down as the CEO of Amazon. And after a 25 years tenure as Amazon CEO, he is now stepping down and is passing the job on to Andy Jesse, who is the current AWS president. Within this 27 years building Amazon, Jeff Bezos, he grew this company into becoming one of the most largest and most influential companies in the world. He founded this company in 1994 and then it went public in year 1997. And since then, the stock price has increased by more than 194,000% since its uh, initial public offering in 1997. Today, this company is worth almost $1.7 trillion. That is how incredible this man is. And each year since it went IPO in 1997, Jeff Bezos has actually written an annual, annual uh, letter to Amazon shareholders. And in this episode, I want to take the time to talk about two main lessons from Jeff Bezos' final letter to Amazon shareholders that really, really stood out to me. But before we start, if you're liking this content, don't forget to follow or subscribe and share it with someone who will benefit from this. If you're looking to improve your investing skills and you love listening to stories, then you're definitely going to enjoy this podcast because each week we'll be sharing with you investing tips and strategies by using real company examples and the power of storytelling so that you can make better investment decisions as an investor. Now, when you are ready, let us get started. The first lesson from his letter is create more value than you consume. In his letter, he started off by talking about how sustainable businesses create more value than they consume. And this was what he said. If you want to be successful in business or in life, you have to create more than you consume. Your goal should be to create more value for everyone you interact with. Any business that doesn't create value for those it touches, even if it appears successful on the surface, isn't long for this world. It's on the way out. I think this is really easier said than done. Every successful business is indeed creating value. But the question is, to what extent? How much value are you creating for your customer? And here's how much value Amazon Prime is creating for their customer. We're just looking at Amazon Prime. Here's the thing. 28% of purchases on Amazon are completed in less than 3 minutes. Less than 3 minutes. Number 2. 50% of purchases on Amazon are completed in less than 15 minutes. 1, 5. 15 minutes. 50% of purchases, which is half of the purchases, completed in less than 15 minutes. And according to research, if you're going to an offline store to do the same task will cost you more than an hour. It's about an hour. Okay. So in other words, Amazon is actually saving 75 hours per year for per person through their efficient uh, online purchases. So let's say your the value of your time is $10. Okay. Minimum $10. Now, since... Amazon is saving you 75 hours per year. That means you're actually saving $750 per year, which also means that subscribing to Amazon Prime is basically free because it's only $120 per year, 
which means that you have a balance of $630, right? So $630 is how much value they're creating for you. Amazon is creating for their subscribers. And since there are 200 million prime subscribers, which means these consumers are recapturing $126 billion of value for themselves each year. Now, just think about it for a second. Amazon Prime alone is capturing more value per year for users than most companies are worth. That is how much value Amazon is creating. They are redefining the definition of value. So that's the first lesson. Create more value than you consume. The second lesson is to be different. This is again easier said than done because it's not easy to be different. It is a constant fight, a constant battle against being normal. And this, Jeff Bezos actually quoted Richard Dawkins, his, his book, The Blind Watchmaker. And this is what it says. The body tends to revert to a state of equilibrium with its environment. If living things didn't work actively to prevent it, they would eventually merge into their surrounding. And that is what he's trying to say. You don't want to be normal. The environment wants you to be normal, but you don't want to be normal. And Bezos proceeded to make his point. He said, In what ways does the world pull at you in an attempt to make you normal? How much work does it take to maintain your distinctiveness? You have to pay a price for your distinctiveness. Don't expect it to be easy or free. And I guess what he's trying to say is that whatever that's around you, your environment, the people, or everything that's happening around you is designed to make you fit in, right? Human human have that tendency to want to fit in. And because we always want to fit in so that we can be seen as normal, we tend to become normal. We tend to become like everybody else. And that is really something that got me thinking. Because it's very true. Not only does it apply to our lives, but it also applies to businesses. One really important factor that gives a business staying power is how well it differentiates itself from the competition. And that distinctiveness is what keeps businesses valuable. But it takes a lot of energy to keep that originality going. And I want to leave you with the most important lesson from Jeff Bezos about being different. He said this, We all know that distinctiveness, originality is valuable. We are all taught to be ourselves. What I'm really asking you to do is to embrace and be realistic about how much energy it takes to maintain that distinctiveness. The world wants you to be typical. In a thousand ways, it pulls at you. Don't let it happen. And that is all from me, my friend. I hope you do your best to be different, to be original. The world wants you to be typical, but don't let it happen. Right, so that is all from me. I hope you learned something from this episode. If you did, don't forget to follow, subscribe, and share. Also, I recently came across something amazing. It is a potential 100-bagger investment opportunity. And to me, it's like a no-brainer investment opportunity. And I got so excited just researching about it. The more I read, the more excited I become. Anyway, 
I want to share this with you guys, but it might be a little bit too deep for some of you to understand. So if you're interested, feel free to check out dilun.com. I've posted the research there. Until next time, take care, my friend. I'll catch you on the next episode. in our distribution centers at all. In fact, we didn't, um, we were packing our hands and knees on a hard concrete floor. And the, uh, the, the, I remember, just to show you how stupid I can be, I was, you know, it, it, my only defense is that it was late, but I, we were packing these things, everybody, everybody in the company, and, the, and I had this brainstorm, and as I said to the person next to me, this packing is killing me, you know, my back hurts, this is killing my knees on this, on this hard cement floor, and the person said, yeah, I know what you mean. And I said, you know what we need? This is my brilliant insight. We need knee pads. <laughs> I was very serious. And, and um, this person looked at me like I was the stupidest person they'd ever seen. They're like, I'm working for this person. This is great. And I um, said, what we need is packing tables. <laughs> and I, I looked at this... <laughs> I looked at this person and I thought that was the smartest idea I'd ever heard. The, the next day we got packing tables and I think we doubled our productivity. Um, that early stage, by the way, of Amazon.com where we were so unprepared is probably one of the luckiest things that ever happened to us because it formed a culture of customer service in every department of the company, every single person in the company because we had to work with our hands so close to the customers, making sure those orders went out. Uh, really set up a culture that served us well. And that is our goal to be Earth's most customer-centric company.